Hey everybody, this is Think Global, our December edition. And on Think Global, we like to say that the world is our home, where strangers become friends and friends become family. I still love that. I love it. Do you? Yeah. All right. I think it's it's a it's true. All right. Of our lives and how yeah. we try to live. That's right. I mean, it's great to meet strangers who become friends. Yeah. That's awesome. All right, man. All right, my name is Tim and Jonathan. You are Jonathan. Jonathan, nice to see you again. Nice it's to see December. You. It's cold outside. It is. It's finally hit winter here in our home of Colorado, our yes. little corner of the world. Yes. And if you're on the other side of the equator, we know that you are getting very warm and toasty. And uh, best wishes to you as well. Yep. All right. All right, John, what are we talking about today, man? Well, you know, we just came out of Thanksgiving here. And as we, we get did. into December and into the holiday seasons, you know, uh, U.S. Thanksgiving is in November. Canadian Thanksgiving is in October. Uh, but as we get into Christmas, this is something that's celebrated worldwide. That's and right. And so... Uh, different ways around the world, which we're going to talk a little bit about. So that's kind of the idea here is um, how people celebrate Christmas around the world. And and we have a few things to share around that topic and some oh, yeah. other ideas around Christmas. Yeah. So, and it is kind of crazy when you think about it. I mean, uh, you know, people, uh, you know, years ago, they thought of Christmas as a kind of a, West, a Western uh, right. celebration, but it is fascinating when you're out and traveling, uh, I was recently, probably three weeks ago now, early November in Istanbul. Mm -hmm. And uh, man alive, it was crazy. Uh, so many decorations up in Istanbul, Turkey, uh, getting ready for Christmas. You saw trees, you saw lights, you saw the advertisements. And then I passed through the Heathrow uh, Airport in London. And man, they already had their, uh, you know, Western, yes, but still way early into November. Um they had their trees up in the airport, and mm. you could feel the festivity yeah. two months before Christmas. Yeah. So, yeah, globally. Yeah. I, mean, I was just, okay, I'll, I'll go ahead and tip my hat. I just took a vacation in Mexico with our family. And, man, in Mexico, the lights were up. The trees were up. Uh, in the lobby of this hotel, a massive gingerbread house. And anyway, kind of a, kind of a it's a global thing. It's yeah. happening. Yeah. Yeah. And so, uh, recently... Uh, to kind of look at that global aspect of Christmas, we asked a lot of our friends and colleagues around the world, yes, um, how do you celebrate Christmas in your part of the world and how culturally is it celebrated in that part of the world? And we took a lot of those stories and we produced this beautiful book that I alluded to in last month's podcast. Yes. And uh, we call it Joy to the World. Yep. Christmas from around the globe. Yep. And so stories and photos and uh, it's just a beautiful Book, but I wanted to share, and you can share one, and I'll share one. But just two quick excer excerpts from the book, and um, if you want one, I think we're still sending them out, right? So if you want one, just uh, reply to us on Instagram or go to our website and submit uh, the form on the website, um, and we'll get one of these to you. But it goes through every country where we have personally we have colleagues and friends, mm -hmm. so it doesn't cover every country in the world, but right. but where we have colleagues and friends and uh, how Christmas is celebrated in those countries. And yeah. so um, let me kick it off. I'll start it with a uh, little excerpt here from the book. I think this is great. This is from, well, both of these are from Southeast Asia, actually. Yes. But, um, so I'll just read this. This is from the book. 
It seems that, even in Cambodia, certain stores will break out the Christmas decorations earlier and earlier each year. To your point of what you were just talking about, Tim. I saw my first Christmas display at the office supply store before Halloween. That's in October. Wow. Yes. That's amazing. Some things are are the same all across the globe. So that's exactly what we were talking about. I'm grateful to be spending my third holiday season here in Cambodia, and I have certain traditions that make Cambodia feel more like home. I'm hoping for another year of making Christmas cookies for our landlord and their family, having a team white elephant gift exchange and decorating the house. One of the new best traditions is going to my favorite Chinese noodle and dumpling restaurant for lunch on Christmas. I share plates of boiled and fried dumplings and fried noodles with whoever will join me. All right. That's cool. And I want to comment on that. Go ahead. Actually, there's a a couple great lines there. Um, you know, so here's this colleague in Cambodia celebrating Christmas. And by the way, you know, we often think of snow. Like we, we sing, I'm dreaming of a white Christmas. Right. They're not getting a white Christmas nope. in Cambodia. I promise you that. They may <laughs> get some rain, but it's going to be hot and it's going to be humid. And so it's kind of interesting that this person says that I have created traditions, Christmas traditions that I use in Cambodia, and it makes it feel like a home. Yeah. So uh, there's something about Christmas and the traditions of Christmas that we have that make wherever we live feel like home. Yeah. I thought that was pretty cool. And the other part I loved was um, one of their best new traditions is not ham. Hmm. And all the things we do at Christmas time in our part of the world, mm-hmm. but they go to a Chinese noodle dumpling restaurant, and that's become their tradition. I love that. It's kind of cool. That's yeah. their that's their thing to do on Christmas Day. So uh, I, I love the twists of that. Yeah. Anyway, really good, really cool. You want to read the next one? I'll let you read it. Okay, I'll do it. Yeah. All right. So the the, uh, the next one is from Laos, also in Southeast Asia, a small, tiny country. If you haven't heard of it, uh, look it up. A lot of people haven't heard of the country of Laos, but yeah, look look it up. It's it's a amazing place. They call you, it Forgotten Laos. Yeah, but you People and I forget about it. You and I love that place. We love Laos. So, um, all right, celebrating Christmas in my classroom is something I look forward to each year with anticipation because this is a teacher that's writing this. They right. they teach English um, in Laos, so a lot of students. Um, so that's what they're talking about here. So celebrating Christmas in my classroom is something I look forward to each year with anticipation, and it's the only time of year I wish my classes were longer than ninety minutes. At the beginning of each class, I share a Christmas carol. It is followed by the question, what is this song about? It's a great way to create some conversation in your class. Answering the question, I share the story behind the song. Music is powerful in the classroom. And every year, I get excited about creating my classroom Christmas playlist. We spend the entire class listening to and discussing the music of Christmas. That's awesome. That's so cool. Again, it's our our roots. It's our tradition. And uh, the other night when we came home from Mexico, immediately I hit on our radio in the car, boom, listening to Christmas music. I felt yeah. that was pre- premature because it was like still November. Yeah. But um, anyway, um, yeah, Christmas music. It yeah. ties us to a lot of traditions. I love that. And yeah. I, I just, I love Christmas music personally because I love the richness of some of the lyrics oh, as yeah. you get into some of those older yep. songs. And so anyway, I, to be able to share that with with students who may have never heard these songs. We grew up with them, and so right. we take them for granted. Sometimes I like to slow down and read the lyrics of some of right. these songs because they're so rich and they're good and, and inspiring. Yeah. And so to share that with somebody who's never heard it before is, yeah. is fun. 
All right, let's talk about our experiences, John. You've lived overseas during the Christmas season, so have I. Yeah. Uh, let's talk about some of those. Like, what do you remember about China Christmas? Yeah. I mean, as we were thinking about this podcast, I thought, wow, I have my own personal experiences of being in China. And like, I think a couple of distinct memories come to mind. So I think Christmas Eve, a group of us went to a local church, as a lot of people do around the Christmas time. Christmas Eve and Christmas, I mean, churches are full of people, celebrations and plays and concerts and whatnot. And similar in China, it was packed at this church. But as you walked in, they handed everybody an apple, Hmm. which I thought was really interesting. Hmm. And uh, the reason is because uh, the Chinese word for apple, and oh, let me caveat here. Nobody email me and correct my pronunciation of what I'm about to do right now. Please not. Okay. So the Chinese word for apple is pingua. Mm -hmm. And so... Uh, but the Chinese word for Christmas Eve is ping on ya. So the, the words sound similar. So they give away an apple. This is common in China. When words sound similar, they right. connect them and they do something of significance. So ping wa and ping on ya sound similar. So ping on ya literally means safe night. Hmm. But to sig- signify that, as you walk into church on Christmas Eve, they handed everybody an apple. Yeah. Oh, that was really, really cool. That's cool. And then on Christmas Day, the other distinct memory I have is on Christmas Day, our whole team of colleagues, so imagine all these foreigners who are away from their home culture, away from their families, and celebrating a holiday that's traditionally surrounded by family and, and in your home. Uh, we all gathered together in somebody's apartment, and some we were, we were cooking all the best breakfast foods you can imagine. I mean, eggs and pancakes and waffles and fresh fruits and coffee was on the, on the pot. And it just, it really felt like this sense of home and this... Uh, team that I was doing life with felt truly like family in that moment. I mean, even as I tell this story, I can picture exactly where I was sitting, who was sitting beside me, who was sitting in front of me. I can picture that as though I was there yesterday. And that's one of the fondest memories I have of of those years that I lived um, in China. Yeah. And, you know, I have similar memories, but mine come from my preteen years. So between the age of six months and 13, I lived uh, with my parents and my family cross-culturally. And we lived on the other side of the equator. Um, so like first, we were right on the equator on the island of Trinidad in the West <clears throat> Indies. And, um, it, you know, it's fascinating when you talk about Christmas, family, and you feel like family. Like some of my richest memories as a youngster, like I don't remember a ton from those years, but I remember Christmases because um, though we were like miles away, completely removed. I mean, you know, technology, there was no such thing as technology then. It wasn't like we have now. But um, I remember the work my mom put into creating an environment um, for Christmas to the point of, um, you know, even in our windows, she stuck, uh, glued these uh, cotton balls on the <laughs> windows to signify like it's snowing. Well, it was like 90 degrees hot and 100 degrees humidity. Our clothes were never dry, things like that. So it was, it was really, it, it was out of the ordinary. And I remember the Christmas trees because we had to take them with us because they didn't have Christmas trees there. Mm. Um but I remember the family setting and how it felt. And next, it was in South Africa, again, on the Southern Hemisphere. Uh, again, it was summertime. Um, and and my, I, what I remember, remember is that my mom and dad made it such a big deal to recreate the uh, traditions that they had had and creating traditions for us. And so there's just something about that, the, the Christmas time. And it's sad for a lot of people, but Christmas time is, is such a big deal for family. 
And I think, you know, even discussing it here on this podcast where strangers become friends, friends become family, like mm. Christmas becomes an opportunity to, uh, opportunity to engage other people, mm. uh, to engage family, yes, but to, to engage friends and even strangers. And that's a, that's a big deal for us. And mm. that's what that's what this is all about, this whole podcast anyway, mm. um, this series that we've done. And so that leads us then, I think, to the, um, you know, some ideas based on what we've looked at over the last four uh, podcasts we've had together. Yeah, I think that's kind of the idea. Is like we were talking about this book, Joy to the World, and we shared yeah. some stories from the book, and we shared some of our own stories. But in this season, what does it really mean to be joy to the world? Mm-hmm. And I think um, that it obviously comes to the forefront during the season because you hear the song, Joy to the World, but and you think about that phrase, but you can live this out all year long. But I think it's so interesting that over the last four episodes and go back and listen to them or or whatever but i think those themes if you live those out i think we really will embody this sense of being joy right to the world yes that's so right. let's uh, i think this would be a good opportunity to quickly recap some of those yep. four themes yep. so so if we're focusing on joy during this time of the year yeah obviously these these podcasts fit and the first one was generosity yeah um and and christmas is a season of generosity it's a season of giving and um, and we reminded everybody then generosity is not just financial generosity, right? But it's generosity of our time, generosity of our work, our effort, uh, of engaging others, to inviting others, to bring people into the circle that we have. So there's that generosity. And one of the quotes that we gave, and it's a quote that's one of my favorite, uh, comes from Winston Churchill, which again he said, "We make a living by what we get; we make a life by what we give." Mm-hmm. And so that's, you know, this is a perfect time of the year to, to be generous in what we give, our time, our resources, our efforts, and our energy. Mm. And so that's, uh, that's a part of what makes this a great time of the year, just practicing generosity. Yeah. And, and the other one, the next one was um, on optimism and yep. choosing optimism. I mean, you think about the people who are the most optimistic people. They typically are joyful people because they're yeah. seeing the world through a lens of optimism. So choosing optimism, and we want to be around people who are optimistic, right. just like you want to be around people who embody joy, yeah. right? And so I think the two, they're, they're one and the same in a sense. So um, optimism and being joyful, it's it's contagious. Right. You want that. So, That's right. I got an email the other day from one of my board members who said something like, uh, you know, in the world we live in right now, there's a lot that people can be sad about, mm-hmm. like, you know, when you look at it, yeah. but we have a lot to be thankful for as well. And I appreciated that that word that, yeah, there's a lot of tough stuff. There's a lot of hardship. There's a lot of loss. Uh, there's war. There's famine. Uh, you know, the, there's challenges yeah. globally. But when we think of the reason of Christmas, um, there's so much to be thankful for. Right. And that optimism it's contagious. It yeah. plays out. And so we choose to be optimistic. Right. Yeah. And there's a, there's a quote that I love from Viktor Frankl, who survived the Holocaust as an author. And I uh, got a book, I think his most famous one is A uh, Man's Search for Meaning or something like mm-hmm. that. So um, anyway, his quote is this, everything can be taken from a man, but one thing, the last of the human freedoms, to choose one's attitude in any given set of circumstances. Yep. I love that quote. Yes, that's right. And that's the, I think that's true. I, I just, you know, I just had a conversation with a friend yesterday who's going through horrific circumstances. I mean, you, none of us would trade places with this guy. And I told him that. I said, mm-hmm. I, I would never want to trade places with what you're going through right now. But I need to text him this quote because I, I think he genuinely embodies this quote. Mm-hmm. He's choosing optimism in the midst of 
his horrific yeah. circumstances of of life and family yeah. and what he's going through. But but he embodies that, and that right. was so encouraged in my conversation with him yesterday, uh, because he could choose the other side, right? And nobody would blame him. That's right. But he's choosing this side right. of it, and it's contagious, right? Optimism, yeah. yeah. So that's another uh, trait for this Christmas season. Yeah. It takes us to the third podcast we had, and that was on hospitality. And uh, we we gave you a quote then by Henry Nowen, uh, which says, hospitality means primarily the creation of free space where the stranger can enter and become a friend instead of an enemy. And so that's what hospitality is all about. It's not so much what you do. It's how you make people feel. Mm. And what an amazing time of the year for hospitality, to, 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 to invite people into your world, not just your home, but to invite people into your world, and you give them a place to be a friend. Yeah. Um, and you, you break down the, um, the obstacles that so often uh, get in the way of relationships and human relationships, and it's choosing hospitality. So, you know, this time of the year, hospitality, how we make people feel. Yeah. Um, is a big deal. And I think both sides of that coin bring joy. Like if you're yes. on the giving side of hospitality, right. you're showing hospitality, that brings you a sense right. of joy yep. to be that for somebody else. Yep. And if you're on the receiving end of it, obviously that brings it you produces. joy as well because, yeah. wow, this person cares for me. They're thinking about me. brings joy. So yeah. I love that. All right. Uh, the last one would be gratitude. We talked about gratitude and, and how being around a table of food and sharing a meal with somebody, uh, that brings us joy. And so I love that. Every culture we can look at, um, values being around a table with people. And that's a, that was a really fun episode we did. This quote from, is an Irish pro- proverb says, laughter is brightest in the place where food is. Yeah. So, so food brings out the joy right. of the people around the table. Right. So um, I love that. So we we associate sharing food with with joy. Right. And the gratitude that comes from it. Yeah. There's so much to be thankful for. Yeah. And that's why, you know, when we think of Thanksgiving, whether it be no, no matter, when, matter when we celebrate it, uh, Thanksgiving, you know, we gather around a table. We've got so much to be grateful for. And food is a tangible way of expressing thanks, of yeah. saying we have something to eat and we share it together. So it's the gratitude that comes from that. Yeah. All right. So, John— it's Christmas. It's the holiday season. Uh, we're encouraging people along the lines of being generous, choosing optimism, hospitality, and gratitude. An amazing time of the year just to say thanks and to show gratitude. Yeah. And and on that note, Tim, I have something that All right. you, you don't know anything about. All right, perfect. I have a surprise for you. Okay, I, I love surprises. On choosing uh, gratitude and joy and kindness in the season, optimism, this is really, really fun. Okay. So, uh, we often ask for feedback on the podcast, mm-hmm. and somebody wrote us an email. Oh, my gosh. And you're going to love this. I love it. So, I want to give a shout out to these people. All right. Let's shout. There, there's a teacher yeah. in a high school outside of Birmingham, Alabama. Oh, my goodness. You've lived in Birmingham. I have. I'm from Alabama. Yes. Not Birmingham, but I'm from Alabama. Originally. Yeah. So, Alabama is near and dear to us Yes, uh, for a lot of reasons. But anyway, teacher there, she teaches... ESL, so English as a Second Language, to high school students. Mm. And she reached out and she said, each week we build our listening and writing activities on your podcast content. Oh my goodness. It's amazing. That's a big deal. And she said, um, we wanted to write to say thank you so much for the Think Global podcast. Thank you for life-giving content. Your podcast makes conversations very easy to have with students. Please know you have students' ears very willing to hear and very hungry to hear. Um, they also sent us, I can't wait 
to dive into this. They sent us uh, questions and topic suggestions for future podcasts. Awesome. Isn't that fun? Hey, thanks, uh, so, students in Birmingham, Alabama. So huge shout out to Miss Jackson yes. and her students at her school in Birmingham, outside of Birmingham, yeah. Alabama. We love you guys. Yeah. That's awesome. awesome. I can't wait to tackle what they sent. I know. We're going to look at it. That's going to be a lot of fun. All so, right. Anyway, that, that brought me a lot of gratitude oh, yeah. and joy to get that email and read awesome their note to us. And so anyway, grateful awesome. for you, Miss Jackson, grateful for your students. And uh, thank you for doing that. We yeah. appreciate it. I feel like they're a friend already. They are. All right. Perfect. All right, Tim. All right, folks. Um, Merry Christmas. And it'll be a new year. The next time we connect with you, we look forward to it. We hope that your Christmas season is filled with generosity, hospitality, joy, and gratitude from us here at Think Global, where the world is our home, where strangers become friends and friends become family. We'll talk to you soon.